Hello, I'd like to welcome you back to our series on wisdom through dream interpretation. This is lesson number five. In today's lesson, we're going to be talking about life application of how we're going to uh, put to work in our own personal lives day to day, how we're going to put dream interpretation to use. Uh, So let's go ahead and open up with a word of prayer, and then we're going to cover a little bit of um, some rules and some uh, good things to keep in mind. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this time. We thank you, Lord God, for uh, all that you do for us, the way that you comfort us when we need comfort, the way that you instruct us when we need wisdom. Father, I give you praise for uh, the things that we sometimes take for granted, Lord God, um, things like dreams. And and Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just pray that each one of these people who are listening in on these lessons, Father, that they would take something away from it. Father, that they would uh, learn to look for you even as they sleep. So Father, be be present with us tonight uh, as we take the time to go through through this uh, lesson. And I, I pray, Father, that we would keep our eyes fixed on you as we move forward. In the name of Jesus and all God's children said, Amen. So we've, we've stressed several times now that you should be keeping a dream journal. You should keep it near the bed. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little bit lax on that myself. I don't keep a quote-unquote dream journal. I do, however, keep a um, notepad in my phone Uh, a a page on the notepad in my phone rather about my dreams Um, that gives me a little bit of uh, easier access I guess because what what I do from there is I do have a dream journal that I write them down in uh, especially whenever it comes time to write out the interpretation using the process that we discussed last time so I want you to be keeping a dream journal, even if it's just one page of the notepad in your phone. And and that makes it a little bit easier because uh, in my situation, I don't want to turn on a light to start writing something. I know that the backlight on my phone isn't as likely to wake my wife as my bedside lamp is. Um, But remember, I I just want to draw your attention back to the dream interpretation process Remember that you should write out whatever you can remember of the dream, even if it's only the last scene. Then as you go through the interpretation process, you need to identify the main actions, the main emotions. Remember what your setting is, how how it applies to your life. What were you doing that day? What were you thinking about? And then, of course, the final rule of all dream interpretation is seeking God's wisdom. So I really do want you to... Um, keep some, keep your phone or a journal ne- next to the bed so that you can write out, um, write out your dreams. And then I want you to be recording as many dreams as you can, and begin seeking interpretation on them. So this course can be very powerful and be very effective in your life if you choose to apply it. And so the life application of this course is essentially summed up in that you should be recording and interpreting as many dreams as you can even the dreams that seem really insignificant you should really be recording those and and interpreting them because 
it's it's the simple ones that give you practice for the big ones, right? Um, you know, if, if you're a sports fan, sports team doesn't just go straight to the playoffs. They have to play a couple games, and they have to win. They have to do well, and then they get to the playoffs. Uh, if you're you know, a, a musician, you don't go straight to the big time. You have to go through, and you have to play a few rounds. You got to play some places, get get your feet wet, and then with time you'll hit the big time. It's it's kind of the same with dream interpretation. You start with the small ones and even though it's like, yeah, I had a dream that uh the apple pie on the table uh grew legs and walked away. Well, interpret it. Even if that was the end of the dream, figure out what it meant in that moment of your life. Okay? That just gives you practice for you know, we'll say five months down the road when you have this crazy dream and and you wake up and you go, oh my goodness, that must have been so symbolic. It felt like I was dreaming for hours. And then you will have practiced your way up to it and it'll be easier. So as many dreams as you have, write them out, get them interpreted. There are some rules that we need to cover, okay? When, when we start getting to this point of now we have an interpretation process, we have some good understanding, there are four, four good rules that I really want you to hold fast to. Rule number one, do not claim expertise in dream interpretation until you have at least, in the very minimum, five years of dream interpretation experience of your own dreams, okay? Um, I myself, I do not claim to be an expert in dream interpretation, although I do know that um, God has gifted me in dream interpretation, and I, I tend not to struggle very much with my own dreams, and a lot of times people can actually riddle a dream out to me, and I can very some sometimes very easily uh, get an interpretation from the Lord. Remember that scripture that all interpretations belong to God. And so I, I don't claim expertise in the area. But know this, I've been doing my own dreams for 10 years and I love to help people with their dreams. Okay, so that's rule number one. Don't claim expertise until you've until you've had at least five years, I'm actually going to tell you never claim expertise because what you need to do is if, if you want to be an expert at dream interpretation, then you need to seek the gift of dream interpretation from God, ask and it shall be given unto you. Amen. Matthew 7, 7. Uh, so rule number two, which I guess technically should be rule number one, is always go to God first. Um, before you go to a dream dictionary, before you go to another person, whenever you have a dream, get up, write it out, go through your interpretation process from lesson four, and go to God. Come to God humbly, ask God for the interpretation. 
if that's rule number two, this is where rule number three kind of goes hand in hand with rule number two of go to God first. If you cannot discern a dream interpretation, what you need to do is you need to go to a spiritual advisor, someone who is um, somebody who you seek as a spiritual counselor, somebody that you know very well someone who you can trust with personal information and you need to go to that person or those people and say listen I had this dream and this is what happened and I can't get an interpretation on it what do you guys think um you know what 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 does God show you about me in that dream and sometimes that will work Okay, but always go to God first, spiritual advisors second. And then I know that I've mentioned this one before, but this is a really big one. You never want to make a major life decision based on a dream. So if you dream that you uh, packed all your things, sold your house, and moved to California, that's great. Remember, it's symbolic. You need to get an interpretation, you need to seek God. Seek spiritual advisors, especially when making a decision like that. Um, And get a confirmation. Get a rhema word from the Lord. Go to your spiritual advisors. See if they get a rhema word from the Lord. Uh, Go to church, especially if there's a prophet in town or a prophet among your congregation. And talk with that person. Let them know. I think God's showing me something in my dreams. What do you discern in your spirit? And if if you can get a word of prophecy and a rhema word from God and a dream that all say, pack your bags and move to California, do not move to California. Go back to God and say, God, I really need you to confirm this in my spirit before I make this move. Okay? Testing, testing, testing is the key. Never make a major life decision because of a dream. Always get confirmation. 110% of the time. Get confirmation. Okay? Um, Not a lot more to cover here. I do want to um, give you your dream point, which is this. The setting of a dream is like a treasure map, okay? We don't understand one without the other. We don't understand the setting of the dream without having a dream, and we don't understand the dream without the setting. We don't. We can't find treasure on, that's, that's uh, set out on a map if we don't have a treasure map. And so... In order to accurately interpret a dream and get to the gold of the dream, you have to have that map. You have to have that setting. Um, To answer a question that came in from last week's sessions, what happens if you dream about somebody else? And I I can't quite remember if I covered that. Um, Well, I I, I did, but I didn't cover it thoroughly enough for my own liking. So I, I apologize for that. If you dream about someone else, remember that that generally gives you a reflection of your own character. Um, So if you dream of Aunt Dorothy, then it's not 
most likely it's not a dream about Aunt Dorothy. It's most likely a dream about some attribute that you and Aunt Dorothy share. Okay? Um, If you dream about mom, dad, grandpa, it's probably not a dream about mom, dad, or grandpa. It's probably a dream about yourself and how that person's character is reflected in your own. Now, this is what I want to make a little bit more clear. When you dream about another person, there's something to be said if if you are not an active participant in the dream. So say you have this dream and you just see it happen. You're not actively participating in it. Um, you, you, you see a dream as you sleep and, and you see in the dream that your best friend is being devoured by a monster, but you don't, you can't do anything about it in the dream. You are only observing. If you are only an observer in the dream, then, and only then, chances are the dream is about that person that you're dreaming about. And that's when things get a little bit tricky um, because you you then have to go to God and say, uh, Father, teach me to pray for this person. Instruct me on, on how I need to lift them up. Show me a little bit of what they're going through. And then you need to do the more challenging thing, which is reach out to that person and say, what's going on? Um, I had a dream about you and and, and and listen to this. Scripture is final authority. And if scripture says all interpretations belong to God, then it means all interpretations belong to God, which tells me that if God gives me a dream about my best friend being attacked by some crazy looking monster, that God can and will, if I ask, and will when it's time, give me the interpretation of what that monster is so that I can come back to my friend and say, I think what you're dealing with is this. And that's that's generally going to stop the friend in the tracks and go, well, how did you know that? Well, I had a dream, and this is what the Lord showed me. And, and as I sought the Lord and how to pray for you, this was revealed to me. Um... So that, that's what I want you to know about dreaming about other people. Now, if you dream about other people and you are an active participant in the dream, then the dream is concerning yourself, not the other person. So it's, it's important to make note of, I was observing in the dream, okay? And, uh, and observing can be the action sometimes. Um, sometimes it's, that's all that you do in the dream, is you, you sit and observe, and that's, that's a good key. So hang on to that a little bit. Um, and if you, if you have any further questions about that, please feel free to ask. Uh, you know that I'm happy to answer those. And I want to go ahead and wrap this episode up, this, te- this class rather, um, with a scripture. And, and I love this scripture. Psalm 119, verse 148. My eyes anticipate the night watches, that I may meditate on your word. And somebody say amen, because I, that, that, that scripture gives us something to think about. 
because where where we keep our focus where our heart is there our treasure is also is is what the scripture teaches us and if our heart is in the word and and let me let me put it to you this way i didn't write that down this i'm kind of going off the cuff right now uh but I think that God's trying to minister to somebody, and, and so we're going to run with this. We, we compared a dream to a treasure map. And then the Lord just reminded me of the scripture, where your heart is, there your treasure is also. Where you fix your heart in the day is where your mind is going to be fixed in the night, where your heart is going to be fixed in the night. Where your heart is, there your treasure is also. If your dream is a treasure, and and dreams should be a treasure to us. If your dream is a treasure, then you should fix your heart on things which you should treasure. My eyes anticipate the night watches that I may meditate on your word. So fix your eyes, fix your heart, and fix your mind on God's word to come closer, to draw deeper, okay? So let's go ahead and just pray ourselves out. And I hope that whoever needed to hear that in this, in this lesson, I hope that you heard it very loud and very clear. Where your heart is, there your treasure is also. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for this uh, time, for this this special time, Lord God, that we would come together and share thoughts about our dreams. And Father, I pray that that we would keep you in mind, Lord, when we wake from a dream, that we would come immediately to your throne to say, Father, what did that mean? Father, give me insight. Father, give me wisdom. Father, I, I do pray that we would keep our eyes fixed on you, that we would anticipate the night watches, Lord God, as your word inspires us to do. Father, that we would meditate on the things of your word to dream and hear your voice. Father, I pray for each person that is uh, along for this class. Father, that, that each one would be coming to you nightly and saying, Father, As I lay my head to rest, show me dreams. Speak to me clearly, Lord, in my dreams. And Father, I pray that as you begin to speak to these people, that they would write it out, that they would make the vision plain on tablets, that they would wait on you, Father, and receive your interpretation. Father, I pray that not one night would pass, that they would find themselves unrested. I pray, Father, that you would give them peace and sleep. And I pray, Father, that they would see as they sleep just how much you care and love them. I give all these things to you. Father, I pray your blessing shower upon each person. In the mighty name of Jesus and all God's children said, Amen. So God bless you folks. We'll meet back here in a few days for lesson six when we talk about 
alignment, getting ourselves ready for a heavenly perspective. Y'all take care. We'll talk again soon, and God bless.